Well, I should have brought you flowers today, Steve. You know what today is, right? What the, today? Today is uh, the day before Thanksgiving, isn't it? How dare you forget our one year anniversary? Have an anniversary that I missed? No, yes, the anniversary this was the first, a year ago. A year ago is when we announced that we were going to do this show. Oh, when we uh, announced your channel. the channel was December fourteenth. That was that's our right. Uh, I mean, like this yeah, because that's partnership. Okay, all right. Because I know what I know. The channel first got exactly. I did, I forgot. forgot. I love you. I'm so sorry. I'll make it up to you later. And by the way, is it weird that I really still dance to this music that when we have a lead in, it really gets you yes. going. I really yeah. love that intro. We have company, Steve. We don't even see me on camera except for Dave. But I still like dancing to it because I, I, I love that song. It's got a speaking killer of, uh, beat, dude. Uh, speaking of company, um, I have been excited about this show for a long time. He, I've been a fan of uh, this gentleman for a while. And when we started doing the, the, the Jilly Juice and the Danny Glass episodes, he, he popped in my – I was like, we have to get – Miles Power on here because he would just complete the entire. So this is this is surreal to have him here, and we welcome you, sir. Thank you for uh, taking the time to come on. We really appreciate it. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, and, and I'm just gonna give you a picture part. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for him, Miles. It, it's gonna get worse as as we go along. So it just, does. just, just. It's a lot, show. Um, so uh, a couple of announcements before we before we dive in. Tomorrow we will not have a non sequitur show. I'm actually going to be streaming with Jimmy. We're going to do a um, something a little bit different. I'm going to try my best. I said this the other day, and I'm going to try my best to do this. Depending on how much I get done with uh, our family's Thanksgiving, around ten o'clock to ten thirty. I'm going to go live and um, show you guys my signature dish. For those of you who don't know, I used to be an executive chef, and I do a really mean Thanksgiving dish, and I'm going to set it up where I'm going to take you through, and we'll cook it together because I have to do it anyway for uh, for my family's Thanksgiving. So if I can get it all worked out and logistically squared away, we'll do that. It'll be probably around 10 o'clock, but I'll put a, an announcement on Twitter or on the community section of our um, our channel, and we'll, we'll run through that. Um, okay, Friday, two things. Everybody knows I have an uh, unhealthy obsession with shopping on Black Friday, so I will be doing some videos from live outside in the madness. We'll show you what's going on with people trying to get um, the, the dollhouses for their kids. It's always the biggest one. Parents fight like crazy over the last toy in the uh, – it's never the TVs or the electronics. It's always the toys. But um, also on Friday, we had Lord Rael, who is the, the gentleman that claims he is the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. We did a show on him about a month ago. He didn't like it, and so um, he's, <laughs> he's personally handling this show. He wants to set the record straight, and um, so – if you've ever wanted to ask the, <laughs> the, I can't believe this is real, the reincarnation of Jesus Christ a question, then now is your time to do so. Um, it, Miles, I'll tell you this. He actually has a, a Twitter account, and one of his tweets said this, and I quote, If you'd like to honor your Lord, be sure to tweet more. Tweet at him more. <laughs> Oh, that needs to be like the 11th commandment, doesn't it? Thou shall always yeah. tweet excessively. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, somewhere in the Bible, so don't you know God's plan? characters <laughs> or what have you. We'll, we'll find Josh <laughs> to the Bible code. There. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, last but not least, Saturday night fights, as always, on Saturday nights. Um, Reds and Brother Ernest will be with us. Brother Ernest does not believe that Bruce Lee was a thing. This is something that we will have to tackle before we get into the shape of the earth, but he believes Bruce Lee was a hoax. I don't know how, but he does. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Miles is probably like, what in the hell have I signed myself up for here? <laughs> Hello, Ben. I'm not going to lie. We get, we get some strange people, man. We, 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 like to, uh, we like to talk to strange people. Um, oh, well, I love that too. And, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to fit in really well here. Exactly, and and there's a there's there's quite a few things. The the one thing with that kind of eats through your face the, the black. So I'm not familiar with that. This was new to me whenever I was um, uh, looking at some of your your um, your video, you know, deeper into your videos. And uh, as I as I looked into that, I became more and more freaked out that people actually do that. So mm. I'm looking forward to learning about a little bit more about how that works. So yeah, let's let's jump right into it, uh, Miles. For those of you who, for those out there who are watching that maybe don't know who you are, can you kind of give them a, a brief intro and why you do what you do? Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Miles Power. I'm from a small town in the northeast of England called Middlesbrough, and I'm a YouTuber. Uh, not professionally, I'm a chemist in in real life, but I uh, have a, a hobby, um, which is making YouTube videos where I like to. I guess uh, fact check um, the more interesting things that people say on online, because I believe at the moment there's a bit of a renaissance happening of uh, in pseudoscience, pseudomedicine, uh, general quackery, and just bullshit. I'm allowed to swear on, eh? That's okay, isn't it? Oh yes, please. <laughs> yeah, it's encouraging. We'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> fucking marvelous. <laughs> yeah, so I, I make a. I've got a YouTube channel. Um, where I fact check uh, these things. And also I, I tend to go after um, uh, things that are generally accepted by the general public that turn out to be absolute rubbish. For example, there's there's a lot of hysteria around GMOs and that they cause everything under the sun, which factually is not accurate. So I, I've, I've been doing this now for, as of last week, eight years, so quite a large chunk of my life. And I finally got 100,000 uh, subscribers, which is fantastic. And... Uh, He's to the next one, man. Yeah, it's not a bad congrats. hobby. He said it's a hobby, but that's not a bad hobby having a hundred uh, over a hundred thousand people follow your hobby. Oh. I mean, that's you've made it. Then uh, I, I don't. Here's the thing, though. Like we we just hit a little over seventeen k. We've been we've we just started in 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 February, and we just hit a little over seventeen k. And what? just in these eight months, I am. Uh, my faith in humanity has tanked so much because I learned about things doing YouTube that I never knew existed. How mm -hmm. did you survive eight years dealing with this? <laughs> I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> I, I think it has to do with, um, I have a very high threshold of what really winds me up. So there's a lot of stuff I'll listen to. There's a lot of uh, events I'll go to and I, 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 I can report back to people what I've seen and, and what I've learned, and they will <laughs> lose their minds, be like, "Oh my goodness, how did you not punch this person in the face?" But to me, I I, I don't know. I have I have a I guess a disconnect uh, for some of the mo more um, unsettling things that I've discovered over the last eight years. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are times where 
you know, you're reading something or you're watching a video and you're like, Jesus Christ, you know, what, someone needs to stop these people. They, 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 they are going to kill people if they haven't already. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to talk about various examples later on. Uh, but no, I think it all comes back to me having a high threshold in, the, um, in bullshit, basically. What, I'm, I'm, I'm interested then. What is something that does push the envelope for you? Like what's something that just uh, is? Yeah, uh, the the, what, the <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you because that's just inviting people to send me stuff now. Uh, no, but oh, uh, what really gets to me, <laughs> what really gets to me is things done to uh, either animals or people who can't consent. So I hate ah. any kind of bullshit that's performed on animals. I I think anyone who does that should have their animal taken away from them. I think they should be locked away. I mean, a lot of people I, think yeah, that I, I don't like. Yeah, a lot of people think that I don't like nature because I'm pro GMO and all this kind of stuff with it. And I, I don't like animals. That's that's bollocks. No, I do. And if anyone uses quackery on an animal, I I have no sympathy. And it's the same for um, children and adults um, who you know elderly adults who. Are suffering let's say from dementia or what have you i think it, it, it's truly awful and that really gets my blood going but that that's 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 probably the only thing that really does off the bat straight away i will tell you that we are we are one we are one in the same in that that is the one thing that i can't um i can't stomach and like even when uh, i don't know if you have them over there in england but we have these uh these commercials for the the aspca and it plays Sarah McLachlan that that aren't in the arms of the angel song. And it shows all of these like, you know, cowering dogs and kittens. And every time that comes on, I like dive bomb for the remote to change the channel. Like I can't even hear the song now without thinking of those, um, you know, those poor little dogs. So we've, we've had the opportunity to do quite a few episodes or we've had people ask us to do episodes on animal abuse. And we've done one. And I, I couldn't, I don't think I could do another one because sitting there watching and, mm. and listening and I just can't yeah. do that. I'm right there. With that. Uh, were you going to say something follow up right there? I didn't mean to cut you off. Who, me? Oh no. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's just a bit okay. of a lag. So it's quite, quite difficult. <laughs> yeah. With the, the system that there is a little bit of a, a lag, it, it, it becomes more fluid as we go along, but it is, you know, you got to get used to it at first. Um, okay. So you're, I, the, the reason that I wanted you to come on initially and what made me think of you is Jilly juice. Now, Jilly is no stranger to this channel. Everybody knows, um, Dick pick gate with my comment that I left where, uh, she, um, <laughs> she got offended uh, a couple hours before showtime. And oddly enough, it was the next day we did our show anyway. We had Jeff Holiday come on and we all did kind of like a, you know, a, a summary of what she, you know, what she pushes out there. She had a little bit of a breakdown on Facebook and um, oh. wound up getting, uh, getting banned for 30 days. And it, it was inspired by, by me because that's when she went on the, the gay kick. Like the, the gay thing is a, is something that you can, flush out of your system it's a it's it's an evil energy that needs to you know die out so facebook struck her for that so if if anything we did get her at least from not posting crap on facebook for 30 days but you actually went a step further and you did something that 
Yeah, that that <laughs> you're a brave man, and I, we're going to show a, about a minute of this clip. But I, I want you guys to to focus on Miles's face, and you will be able to see everything that Jilly Juice is. I think. Well, I mean, what do I plan to achieve by this? I mean, it's just it's going to be awful. I'm I'm going to spit it out. King Saltwater. Oh, Dave, we we, ain't, we don't have sound. How anyone can get past that? Yeah, there's no smell. audio on that, Dave. <laughs> we're not no, we're just, oh, just looking at his face. I get it. Okay, you guys. Okay, for the podcast people, okay. we are looking at Miles' face and his look of disgust. So let me let me <laughs> narrate this. Oh, he just puked <laughs> it up. And, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, it was good. Looks tasty, man. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, the, the, People, are, um, people yeah. that listen to this podcast in the future, they don't know how so lucky they are. Okay. They didn't see this. Okay, how can I describe it? <laughs> well, it's exactly what you think of. It's a horrible cabbage that's been left out for three days in salt water. It's gross. The smell is horrible. Right. And the smell oh, is still lingering. The smell. Um, I, I, uh, can I can I say as well? No, that, um, that was worse than drinking bleach. <laughs> oh yeah, I drank bleach. Do you still as well. taste the, drink um, the aftertaste in your mouth after all this time? Can you well, still remember the flavor? Here's, here's, here's the weird thing. Um, the, the taste wasn't as bad as I thought. It was. I mean, I think it was because the the smell was so overpowering that that was Rampy. the thing that got to me. And when I put it in my mouth, bleh, then it was just all there. I mean, it, it, it tasted like you like you think it tasted. <laughs> Someone, someone's ass with salt. It was awful. Uh, but the smell was was something else. My my house stank for days and days and days. I'd come home from work and I'd be like, "Good lord, it stinks of jelly juice." Still, what's going on? Oh, can you uh, can you take us through uh, if you can remember, like what it? What are the the, the ratios or the 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 ingredients they go into a, a jelly juice serving? Um, oh, this is surprising how fast my memory goes. Uh, so jelly juice is basically fermented cabbage juice or kale juice, uh, with lots and lots of pink Himalayan salt. Uh, so it's roughly, I think it's one, no, two cups of water per one cup of shredded kale and one teaspoon of pink and it has to be pink himalayan salt uh and i choked in my video uh like we should try and get some uh, i should try and get some gmo free salt which uh, actually exists uh which is fascinating no it does not does it no, really no, it does no you can say no, yeah, you can search for it. So uh, I, I actually, I actually even found the reason why the company said it as well. So the idea is that you put in uh, what is it? I can't, I can't remember what um, what metal it is. Um, is it? It's not fluorine. Iodine. There's an iodine source. I, uh, iodine uh, for people. Yeah, yeah. iodine. And you put iodine. It's yeah, always yeah. easier. Give them uh, caking. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, uh, and apparently there's also a bit of cornstarch in there, like tiny amounts, and therefore <laughs> that cornstarch is non-GMO, so that makes it non-GMO Himalayan salt. Uh, ridiculous! Oh man, <laughs> have we gotten this? Have we gotten this bad in society? Really? Uh, like, do we want non-GMO and GMO water? The thing is, you can find the non-GMO. Fantastic! You can find non-GMO kitty litter, which. <laughs> why oh my why <laughs> oh man see my favorite is, one is non-gmo water yeah dude okay, i was kidding no no shit no really oh, i was no, kidding actually weird. they have, they have oh my god they have non-gmo water and gmo water how do you even begin okay. to break that down honestly 
Um, uh, well, the, the, actually, actually it's, it's a fascinating one. It, 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 it's all about fear, this, this, this whole branding thing, which is not official. It's a company that does it, and they rely on people's fear and to sell things. And companies realize that they can market this and they can make their product, which there may not even be a GMO variety of it, and they can put this label on there and consumers will say, hey, therefore, it's, it's healthier somehow. Ah, like like with the gluten or the MSG thing, it, it seems like there's there's different yeah. phases that we go through. Um, MSG was a big one several years back, and then we went to gluten, and um, uh, now we're at GMO, I guess. Steve, are you wearing a non-GMO T-shirt right now? Yeah, I think this is polyunsaturated, non-trans fat, uh, GMO, hygienically <laughs> safe. Polyunsaturated. Um, Probably unsaturated. To go back to the the jelly juice, because I wanted to throw this caveat on there. If you're talking about animals, um, I really don't care if people want to drink this crap and kill themselves if they're that stupid. I, I I'm one of those people. I just have no sympathy. But when they give it to their dogs, that's where I'm drawing the line. At that point, yeah, then it goes uh, full circle. They're using their animals. They need to have the animal taken away, yeah. and they need to go to jail. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree, and uh, I would say the same as well with uh, children. Because if if you go online uh, for a time when you were on Julie's uh, Facebook page, you could see videos of uh, her her followers posting videos of their children who were taken it, who were on the toilet, and were obviously distressed. Oh man, I I thought that would be her Damn undoing uh, two weeks ago because one of her posts two weeks ago was that she was uh, she was talking to a one of her followers about putting their dog on it. They had a picture of the dog and um, the the owner putting it in a bowl. And Jilly was like, yes, we need to get all of everybody's pets on this. The the pets need to be um, on the protocol. They need to be cleansed uh, too. And I thought that that would be your undoing because if there's one thing you, you can't fuck with is, is people's pets, you know, the diehard, um, you know, animal rights people. I, I thought they would pick up on that and run with it, but she's still out mm -hmm. and about spouting off her her, well, her same bullshit how would you even feed a dog salty cabbage water i i mean i, I think that would be you think they were turning it over to it, right that's a good question yeah. that's a good question yeah the whole, the it may not be something thing, that's I mean, feasible the yeah the whole jelly juice thing is absolutely ridiculous by the way but i've uh, do you guys know that i've read her book uh which <laughs> is like two no. pages of just nonsense not it, it nothing makes any sense I, I i was there reading it on a train up to glasgow at the time and it's just like i'm i'm like 100 or 200 pages in and i still don't understand what she's talking about apparently this jelly juice is it, it's magical it, it it fixes everything that's wrong with you for <laughs> rather bizarre reasons that I, I still now don't fully understand it it's she's making it up on the spot let, 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 let's let's not be around the bush here um <laughs> And uh, it's yeah, it's all bollocks. She she you're not woke she, in her book. She in her sources she she quoted uh, Paul Revere, the story of of Paul Revere, and the dictionary. She put the because she looked up a word, <laughs> she cited the dictionary as a source. And because she's she said this quote or this phrasing, and maybe you can you remember better than I do, but it was something about um, stopping this is this the equivalent of um, us letting the red coats come in when Paul Revere, uh, so they do with Paul Revere and instead of us fighting back, just letting them go. So she put Paul Revere's Wikipedia page as one of her sources. <laughs> that's, that's some, that's some good R and D right there. Uh, 
Yeah, um, I mean, I, have you seen? I mean, she does actually quote not scientific papers, but she quotes a bit of science malarkey. So her her own a rather bizarre idea is that you've got to. <laughs> she basically bases your whole diet she promotes on your elemental analysis, essentially what the composition of your body is. Uh, how much of it is hydrogen, how much is oxygen, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but for some reason, she believes that it's okay to have a mass overload of of sodium and chlorine. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I realize yeah. that people might be listening to this and thinking that I'm not making any sense. I, this is literally what she's saying. It's really hard to to vocalize her ideas because they're, they're just all over the place. Yet she can talk for queen and country. She talks for hours and hours and hours without saying anything. And, and the the her the other thing with her too is that she's so like it's nothing is her fault and she's not responsible for anything. I go back to the Doctor Phil episode where she's just incredulous. Like it, she, there there are two women across yeah. from her that had a stroke because of um because of the 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 salt intake that they were were coming in, and she was just unmoved, unfazed, unwilling to admit that. She, you know, bore any responsibility there, and to me, that's just. And I mean, yeah, they are making it themselves. Like she's not selling an already put together product, so there's all kind of loopholes that she kind of falls into. But at some point, it. I mean, somebody's got to step See, in. I, 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 yeah, I know. I, I, by the way, I, this is a pet peeve of mine: is where people give out medical advice and tell people, you know, what to do if they're ill, but. They they think they're safe because well they are safe because they have a disclaimer in their book or they have a disclaimer on their website. And I think that's absolutely atrocious. I think if someone's giving out medical advice that's potentially dangerous and leads to people having a stroke, I'm sorry, you should get sent down. You know, you shouldn't be giving out this kind of stuff. And when I she agree. was on Dr. It, Phil, Jesus Christ, she was she was so out of phase with everyone there. It, I, I was watching it, and the first thing that came to my mind is, and I know it's just so cliche and such a shit thing to say, but it's like. Is she on something? Because she just doesn't seem to be absorbing what people are telling her. And she seems to be in her own realm. <laughs> fermented cabbage. That's what she's on. Uh, she yeah, she is on fermented not, cabbage. You guys may not know this, but you, you, this, is not a, this is not a unique thing. This is a reiteration of something that happened back in, in my day that I remember. Because she talks about parasites, right? And the jelly juice is supposed to cleanse your parasites mm -hmm. like that. That actually stems from a, a book that was written called A Cure for All Cancers. Have you have you read that or familiar with that from Dr. Uh, Clark? Uh, was her name? No, sorry. Dr. Mm -hmm. Clark was this quack neuropath that had suggested that flukes and parasites in the liver were causing cancer. And so she made this machine called the Zapper, and you could buy the parts at, at Radio Shack. So I tried making one to, to test it out kind of thing. Um, and it's basically an oscillator, and you hold on to these things, and what it does is it sends a high-frequency signal through you, and that's supposed to resonate the flukes and kill them. It's bullshit. And she, you know, got sued, and the FTA got involved, and she moved to Mexico. And, you know, it's, it was just a, a huge quackery, right? Um, but the, the concept is just, this is just a new, uh, you know, a new and a revived iteration of that kind of concept that these parasites are causing all the problems in, in humanity, including somehow fixing the, if you get an amputation or something, it could correct that too. I don't know how flukes do, do that, but. Do you not think there's, there's odd correlations there from what you're saying <laughs> between what Julie's saying and Scientology. So you have to hold these kind of can things that are going to yeah. detect these I things in your feet and parasites. And, and, yeah, it's very and similar. You yourself well, but Scientology well, is, you, it's reading your it's, it's different. I'm in the that's, middle of reading that's this, reading by the way. 
problematic difference. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's really uh, this one's interesting one as well. Yeah, it's um, it, it's ex it's exactly like uh, you think it is. Nothing but bull bullshit. But it's it's written rather eloquently. So, Elron uh, Hubbard had that going for him. That's what everybody says. It's written everybody, as if it's we, we, we've had several Scientologists on here. Um, we, we've had we actually had uh, David Miscavige, the the leader of um, Scientology. His dad was on, came on, and um, we I was did say, an interview with him. David Miscavige, that would be amazing. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, um, although we were frightened there for a week that he was gonna like come kidnap us. We we I got a lot of messages, like cryptic messages from Scientologists saying, "Don't have Ron Miscavige on. It it won't happen. This interview won't happen." So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's frightening that even that group themselves are able to, you know, kind of function within society with some of the stories and things that they do to their, you know, their, their members. It's crazy, but every one of them will, will, will tell you that L. Ron Hubbard had a way with words. And that's why he was able to convince so many people that a, a science fiction writer that's what he does for a living. He's a science fiction writer, but yet he holds the key to the world's true religion, which is that a, a galactic overlord dropped us into volcanoes um, several you know millions of years ago and from Xenu, and that's where we are you today. Make Nobody so made the connection. Kyle. You make it sound <laughs> it like is, some though. crazy idea. Come on. <laughs> it is crazy. It's bizarre. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, it's but, it's but yeah. how um, you talk about um, parasites and stuff. But that that is that is a cornerstone for a lot of quackery out there. I mean, you said that you want to talk about spoilers, turpentine therapy later on, and that is practically copy and pasted from Jilly Juice. It's exactly the same. In fact, um, I actually found out about turpentine therapy from Jilly. Uh, so I was watching one of her videos, and she was saying how she was going to expose all these other alternative medicine things for being crap, and she listed them all. And then she was like, oh, turpentine therapy. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Say that again? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. I have, I, have a, I have a question, though, uh, uh, about before we go any further on Jilly. Is there any – or since you've been looking into these all of these claims deeply in, in various aspects of you know woo and pseudoscience, is there any truth – to the parasite claim where like where do you think that stems from where's that 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 worry coming from um but i guess it comes from being having a smidgen of truth to it so this yeast does exist um uh it is an opportunistic uh yeast that when things go wrong can be fairly nasty and people tend to take this little like snippet of truth and just run with it and this just happens to be one that has caught on for every one of these there'll be like a million others that haven't that we never hear of but unfortunately this one yeah it's just gone it kind of makes and i guess it's easy to understand as well kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. there's there's truth to the flukes too flukes can cause liver cancer and 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 they can get in your bile ducts and you can there is a grain of truth to these things but that doesn't mean what mm -hmm. they're saying is the solution to it well no, yeah I mean, where I mean, there it, might be it, a... it's really fast oh, sorry i was gonna say Go it's ahead. really fascinating when you find these grains of truth that are in the weirdest of things so at the moment i'm uh, <laughs> at the moment i'm looking into the gay frogs from alex jones yeah, totally yes. gay frogs. Um, we need more. Well, gay frogs. while there while there may be a, a a smidgen of truth to that, 
let's go into where there is absolutely no truth to anything that she says. And um, where she really made me angry was about it was uh, this post was made uh, a month and a half ago. And this was on her Facebook page. And uh, this is I don't know if you've seen this this Facebook post at first, but it's a it's a it's a doozy. So um, just listen to this, guys. I put out a request for anyone that's willing to risk their reputation and ridicule and online harassment and stalking who are amputees to do the protocol that will witness you regrow your limbs as well as missing organs. Uh, patients will regrow their organs. I do have the science behind all the claims and I'm making those on my website. If you truly want to know, but I do request anyone who is willing to be adopted by me to put themselves out there and prove to the world that they can regrow an organ or a limb and reverse Down syndrome as well as autism and reverse your paraplegic quadriplegic body. <laughs> how do you even? How do you even respond to that? I've never got about people like her. Is why do they not tr uh, test it on themselves? You know, if you if you believe that you can grow back limbs, if you can grow back parts of your body that you shouldn't be able to grow back, it's very easy to test Jelly. All you need to do: cough a little baby finger, drink your magical uh, juice, and if it goes back, if it grows back, well done. You're going to have a Nobel Prize. You know, the world would be different. There'll be statues of you holding juice all over the bloody world. I mean, that, that's a really that's easy great. one. And even easier one is that she's that, you know, you can alter your blood for some reason by drinking this juice because the antigens on mm -hmm. blood are actually somewhat bad for humans. Uh, and I know that Julie is, she's O positive. Um, at least mm -hmm. she said she is. So that's an easy test. She's been drinking this juice for God knows how long. Is she O negative now? She's not. No, you're full of shit then, aren't you, love? I was getting ready to bring that up because I thought that was brilliant in your video about her, that that it, it's it's something that is so simple to to test she had made the, the 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 statement that she had been tested what was it 10 months or it was 10 weeks or something it wasn't like that too long. yeah it was 10 months before uh yeah yeah no but the thing is as well she makes all these things up especially in her book and I, the problem with julie is as well is she's so prolific so you'll never hear all her claims because every day she's on facebook for three four hours you're never going to watch all that uh but in her book she she states things that i'm like there's no way you have proof of this she's talking about pregnant mothers feeding their babies jelly juice she's talking about taking it when you're pregnant, which I can imagine being incredibly dangerous. And she's saying, it's fine. We know it's fine. I'm like, you know, bollocks. You don't know that. There's no way you know that whatsoever. What tests have you done? What have you done? Nothing. And it, again, I, it, it all comes down to this disclaimer. I, I wish that people like her weren't protected by a disclaimer. I, I think if, if she says something like that, I, I, I think that this there should be some kind of repercussions sorry i'm i'm, I'm almost uh, sorry i'm almost getting the pitchforks out now aren't i the, i, the I agree with you with the 100%. Antigen, I, and i do too but the problem with the antigen thing is there there are certain things that from what i understand and people in the audience you're a biochemist so you're, you're a chemist so you probably know this better oh, but no, I'm a regular there chemist, are certain no biochemist okay regular chemist um you still chemistry stuff but antigens can change in the blood given certain things i've, I've heard instances where a person's an, uh, uh, blood type can actually change given certain enzymatic functions of proteins but mm. how that occurs i have no idea but we agree it wouldn't be like a nobel prize if, if somehow it changed the we, blood we're type, saying that she can test that though like that's part of her claim yeah. she can easily test Not that, that blood, blood test test. herself come on you know she's a bioethicist kind of person right 
Uh, there, there are so many other things she could do as well to 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 test that this is okay. It, it, it's it. Do you ever got? Do you guys ever wonder about why she does it? No, hold on, what's her money? Was that? Do you guys ever wonder why she does it? Because I I believe that Jilly is different to everyone else. Where I think everyone else is somewhat doing it for somewhat altruistic reasons that they believe they're helping people. I, I, I don't think that's the case with Jilly. I think that she's doing it because she wants the fame, she wants the glory, she wants the yeah. attention more than anything else. Oh yeah. I'm okay with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's oh. um it's totally it no one can no one can honestly say that in a post that you're when you're you're seeking um amputees. So number one, you're preying on people who are in a a situation where they're missing a body part they're they have um some sort of ailment or disease and you're giving them a a little sliver of hope like even though you know we know that that's not possible if somebody's in that situation and desperate enough they she may be manipulating them to feel like oh this you know maybe if i do believe hard enough that this this can happen and to me that's oh, well, that's the worst yeah, well, it's happened. I mean, you had the. We have at least one example of a guy who was dying from cancer. Yes, it was terminal, but he decided in the end that he was going to drink this juice. And obviously, the last uh, few weeks of his life must have been awful being on that. Uh, the, right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. Sorry, it, it's just, it is vile. What, what mm-hmm. should we do? Uh, what should what should be the um, in an ideal world? How would we stop? Jilly, like how how could we prevent her from saying these things? In, in especially in today's you know First Amendment, you have the right to say whatever you want. Um, society, how theoretically could we go up and approach this to, to keep her from making these claims? Um, wow, <laughs> what if I knew that one? Um, I think again, it comes back to these disclaimers. I mean, yeah, you can have the right, the First Amendment right that you guys have. Uh, to say whatever you want, but that doesn't save you from any repercussions of what you said. So I, I think that if someone is giving out dodgy medical advice that is potentially dangerous, that there should be uh, a system to uh, punish these people uh, to prevent them from doing it. I know it sounds awful. I know it seems very draconian, but uh, there are certain things that people are saying that are, are just flat out getting people killed. Uh, I agree. You, you can't. You can't say fire in a theater. You know that's one thing that you they've they've it's pretty much a, a standard. You can't say fire in a theater and cause panic. Um, so by that same standard, I think we it could be applied. You know to this. The question would be, would this need to be something that would be a punitive punishment or a monetary punishment? Like should we jail people who are spreading harmful um, medical advice like this, or should they be civilly like? punished with 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 money i i think it really depends on what exactly they're doing so someone like robert young um dr robert young in the ph miracle you know he he, he's pretended to be a doctor and taken blood and he's done all kinds of stuff no that guy should go in prison that guy's broken the law uh i think people like jilly um you don't want to risk turning them into a martyr you don't want them because people will just love that. They'll they'll see that as proof that she was correct. So I think you know a fine, something not unreasonable, like a couple of grand here and there, something that they would notice that would hurt them, but not something that would be like, oh, the government are you know they they they, they want me to suffer really badly. Uh, so something would yeah. just basically stop them in their tracks. Be- that makes sense. 
I I think that uh, where I would where I would want to focus it, it would be on the like we said earlier the kids and the the animals like you should you should approach it if if a parent is a parent should have more common sense I think than to know that to give this amount you know this amount of salt to a child that would constitute mm-hmm. as child abuse so that would be a direction that you could oh. you, well you could it, get it, it is. Uh, from, I'm not sure what it's like over uh, your side of the the pond, but over here, you know, people have reported parents who have been doing this kind of stuff. It was a, a huge thing a couple of years ago in Ireland was MMS, a Miracle Mineral Solution, which is oh, yeah. uh, a bleach. Um, and a, a few parents actually had their children taken off them for a small amount of time. Um, recently, there was a nurse down south who fed her child turpentine. And she also had a kid removed and taken into foster care because it of it. So be. here in the UK, we, we, we take it very seriously. And if, if you report someone to the authorities for doing this, they will investigate it. And if they, most of the time, they'll be like, yeah, that's, that's child abuse. Should, Say goodbye should to Should be kid. taken seriously over here on this side of the pond too. And, and by the way, I, I, do, I, I do agree with what you're saying to a, a point, but from my history, um, I don't see martyrdom a lot. When you said that, you know, you risk turning her into a martyr, martyr, which is always a risk. But you know what? I've seen a lot of shit. And you know what? These people are forgotten about. They really are quickly forgotten mm-hmm. about when they have punitive. They have kind of some kind of, they go to jail. Nobody gives a shit them any longer. They have a little fanfare, a couple, you know, diehards. But give it some time. They all get forgotten. Like, for example, you didn't remember Dr. Clark. She was huge back in the 80s, right? You don't, nobody knows who she is now, except for me, because I've read her book. <laughs> Right, but but people tend to forget about this stuff. Jillian will be a nobody in in a couple of years if if she's just on the, you know about or put in jail. Trust me, I, nobody to make a martyr. Or, or, it depends on what? the cause. I think like if if we were to if we were to jail a flat earther, a prominent flat earther now, that would be a insane martyr because it would then be the government trying to silence the the truth from coming out. So it depends on. I think it depends I, I, on the. Conspiracy. I, I think for me though, yeah, uh, you know, I, I think flat earthers, all that kind of conspiracy stuff. Yeah, you can you can think and do whatever you, you want. I don't really care. I think my my cutoff. Everyone has a different line where they think is acceptable and where they don't think is acceptable. And my line is giving out dodgy medical advice. Um, and mm-hmm. I can imagine a lot of people don't agree with me, but that that's mine. That's where I think you, the government, would have to step in and say no, that's not right. I mean, they, they've done it all the time. We have laws against snake oil. We have for like a hundred and two hundred years. I agree. I, I think that the, the angle that they're approaching Jilly now, I mean, it's it's creative and it could work, but it's a monetary thing with, you know, the, the attorney general from Ohio that's that's given her a, a, a certain amount of time to either prove her statements or um, retract all of that out of her. Anything that she's selling, so her book, all of that has to, you know, come down. So she's in the middle of of, of that right now. But I think that, I mean, when you risk people's lives like that, I think it should go a step further. That's just me. I, I think that there there are certain things that you shouldn't be allowed to do and potentially killing people. And we don't know if, the, if it's been worse than the stroke and the, the death from the guy that has cancer. It could be more than that. that well, we just... This is the thing. These groups are uh, like self-correcting because anyone who is seriously hurt is no longer there to post about it. I mean, you see it all the time in like AIDS denialist groups. Uh, you, you'll see, if you scroll down long enough, you'll see people who die and they'll say, oh, everyone in our group is fine and healthy living without medication. You're like, well, that's because everyone who's not is not here to, you know, comment. Wow. That's wild to think about. 
Um, no, it's, it's, it's okay, really so, depressing. I remember when I did a whole thing on AIDS denialism, and I remember finding these groups when they were spreading my personal information around because they're twats. And just, yeah, scrolling down, you'd see people who went from, I'm not feeling, you know, this isn't working, to being in a hospice, to no longer replying anymore. And you, I would see it multiple mm. times. You'd see people die, and it, it did. It was an awful thing to see. Okay, and, and that's another thing, too, guys. Um, if you haven't checked out Miles' channel, you need to because not only does he deal with things in this kind of snake oil realm, but he also uh, branches out into another area that we we've had some some run-ins with that just didn't turn out well. We we did a a nine eleven truther debate. We we hosted <laughs> one of those, and um, man, the 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 truthers they come out in full force. Like they, they bogged down the comment section of that video for, I don't know how long and just was rattling everything that me and Steve were, were, were you know, we're, we're working for the terrorists were, were, but I mean, they get so committed to these things like with the Jilly juice or um, any of these conspiracies, they get so like locked in. And I wanted to ask you this. There was a, a, journal article that came out uh, about two months ago and it was uh, it, it was showing the, the the correlation with millennials that uh, in today's society religion is on the decline you know people are less religious than they used to be however okay on the side of that they are becoming more invested in these conspiracy theories pseudoscience that's increasing so as religion mm -hmm. there's a as religion declines, pseudoscience beliefs increase. So they're essentially filling that void with something, uh, something else that's harmful, in my opinion. So, which I, to you is? Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, do you not think that might just have more to do with how much the internet is now part of our life? Uh, I, I mean, there's certain conspiracies that I didn't know about until the internet. You know, I had I had fiber. Uh, optic, uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know if the two are really correlated that much. If that makes any sense. That that would be my knee jerk reaction to that. Yeah, well, th this is this is just the 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 argument they were the, the article is trying to make that that, that they're mm -hmm. they're trying to fill that that void with with something. So as if it's not going to be religion, they need something else that they can you know kind of cling on to and and you know spend all their time invested in and and being a champion for so it 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 brought the question to my mind which is more harmful ultimately in the grand scheme of things a belief in something that is is may not be you know true and is discriminatory in a lot of ways or an actual you know physical threat to your health with jelly juice or anti-vaxxing or that sort of thing um wow that's one hell of a question uh to be mm -hmm. honest with you to, for me living in the uk things are very different we see religion very differently over here um and i think really the two things are kind of swings and roundabouts i mean a lot of people take comfort in their religion there's a, there's a great social aspect to it but also i can't deny that you know there's a lot of really horrible things done in the name of it um I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm a crap guest. <laughs> hey, that's the, that's the way that I would have to answer that too. I don't know which of those two options is is the better one. It, they both have you know equal equally. I think 
footing and 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 good and bad. So I, I'm with you on that. Okay, um, so let's leave Jilly for just a minute so that we can kind of uh, go into some other uh, <laughs> weird beliefs that people may not have heard of. A couple of them I haven't. And uh, Dave, let's start with the uh, the black. Um, mm. What is that word? Yeah, black Ooh, black salt picture. Yeah, um, and we're only going to leave these pictures up for a couple seconds, guys, just so you can kind of see the the effects that that they have. But I think that's a that's enough of the nose guy on uh, on that. So that doesn't look fun, Miles. What what's going on with that? Okay, so black salve is a escarotic paste, um, which if you put on living flesh, it burns it makes massive holes into it um and it does this because it's a mixture of uh blood root extract which is a plant and zinc chloride uh which you can get all natural zinc chloride apparently um and there are certain parts online where this has been promoted as a cancer cure the idea is you put it on you and if you have cancer it will burn you and if you don't have cancer you should be fine uh the thing is it will burn whatever it comes into contact with so the people who are convinced enough to put this on their flesh when it does burn them they're like oh i did have cancer and i was able to cure it um it, it's truly awful people have died as a result of this and a lot more have been left disfigured and we're not talking about like oh a little bit of a scar we're talking like that you know you saw that picture that guy had a little bit of a nose off but we, i've seen photos where people have you know their entire nose is gone their, their entire face is gone picture. That, flesh that was is the just... tamest picture that I could find of of the the effects. That was the tamest picture on Google that I could find of the effects of that. The the uh, the other ones that are on there, I we I don't think we could, we would be able to show. I mean, it's just no, they're, they're terrifying. They're, it's the stuff of nightmares. But Miles, uh, why? It's, it's again. It, hmm? Why is? How do you get to the point? And and what is pushing people to? be willing to see these pictures. Hopefully they do research it. You know, hopefully they go online and they see that, that the, this is an effect yet. They still put this stuff on their, on their bodies. The, why do people do it? Um, all these things tend to have certain, uh, the certain, they're similar. They have, they, uh, so for example, even with Jilly juice, for example, they're all hurt people. Like they can feel the pain. And there's this kind of um, feeling that people have that if they hurt something, it's proof that something is working and that it's benefiting them. Maybe it came from when you were a kid, you took paracetamols and you, you hated the taste. But that that feeling of, oh, it's, it's hurting me, therefore it, it's good for me, people respond to that. And that's the same as within Black Salve. There's also, uh, for some reason, people love stuff that's all natural. So Jilly promotes her stuff as an all-natural cure. Black salve has the blood extract, blood root extract, sorry, and the zinc, natural zinc chloride. Um, so that's all natural. And I also think people, th there's a lot of distrust in, sometimes quite rightly, in large pharmaceutical companies. And especially, I, I don't mean to slack you guys off over the pond where, where you don't have like an NHS. Um, so there's a, there's a monetary value to, your treatment where over here in the uk yes there still is a monetary value but we don't see that uh and mm -hmm. I, I think also like to feel that they are somehow in control of their own fate so them doing this is them taking charge and they're going to show the cancer what for um but those are very those are very broad reasons why i think people do it um i, I think it really comes down to the individual person and they will have very specific reasons for why they're willing to put stuff on their flesh that will burn them, for example.
how do they choose the spot to 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 put it on? Like, if let's say that they believe that they have cancer, yeah. where are they? You know, because it seems to be with the pictures that I saw, it's either targeted around the the if it's a, a woman, the breasts or the cheek or the the nose. Those seems to be the the three major places that this gets put. Uh, so it usually comes from bumps or scars or anything they they they, they tend to have. I mean, I'm sure if you. If you feel around your own body, you're going to find the odd bump here and there. And what these people tend to do is they tend to take a picture and they'll upload it to a Facebook group, for example. These these things are very popular. They're usually hidden behind um, like group walls. And they'll say, hey, I've got this bump. It's on my elbow. Um, is it cancerous? What should I do? And you'll see people be like, oh, well, you know, uh, maybe you should try black salve because remember, it'll, it'll only burn if it is cancerous. And not only that, it will draw out the cancer from beneath the skin, which is what they actually believe. So these people, they slowly, they, they come around to the idea that this is a good idea and it's perfectly safe because, hey, if I don't have cancer, not going to hurt me. So they put it on. Lo and behold, part of their flesh dies and falls off. Oh, I had cancer. That was really lucky that I caught it using this stuff and it, and it, and it fell off. I'm now cured. Um, yeah. Oh, bizarre. man. By the way, what's, I, what's I, the difference between natural zinc oxide and non-natural zinc oxide? <laughs> just kind of curious what the function um, would be. I, it, it's just, it, it means, natural means nothing, really. Uh, as someone who's worked, don't know how much I can go into detail here, I've, I've worked in an, in an industry where we can skate around the legislation to make stuff that you wouldn't consider, I wouldn't consider to be natural, but technically is natural. Um, I mean, we can do all sorts. For example, we can make a GMO that can produce certain compounds, but we can't uh, sell those compounds if they come from a cell that's intact. If we lyse the cell, extract the proteins, and then do it in a Petri dish, then we can sell it as natural. Uh, it, it, you know, na natural means nothing anymore. Wow. That's crazy yeah. to think about. That is that is wild to think about. So I, my 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 thought with the where they choose to put this was maybe this was where they thought the the cancer was. You know, so like with the the women they were putting on on their their breast, the skin cancer with the nose. My own my biggest fear would be the people who thought that they had something like um, prostate cancer because if they started oh, to put the yeah. Uh, yeah well, that, that. Well, here's the idea, though. They they wouldn't have to do that. They wouldn't have. Well, there there are people who use it internally, so they'll they'll put it in a uh, little gel cap, and they'll eat it. Or yeah, anyway, there are people who do that. Um, but the thing with black salve, the idea is that you just have to put it anywhere on your body, and it will pull out the cancer. So if you have prostate cancer, you just put it on your thigh, and it will pull out the the cancer from your. How does that even make sense the, to them, though? I mean, I guess I get the concept. <laughs> I get the concept, like you said, you know, instead of you said it was escharotic, and you said that it, you know you put it on, and it kind of causes your skin to to, to die and necrosis and, and and slough off, right? So that's the kind of the mindset. Okay, so if I got a wart, right, you know, you put something on it, and you know, like a compound W, and it, it causes something similar, and, and it does eventually get you know burned away, and you can do little slicings of it to cut off warts and stuff. So I get the concept, but where do they get this idea that it somehow one doesn't affect normal skin? And two, that it draws out cancer. I don't know how they could ever meant that make that mental connection there. Yeah, where did this stem from? Um, it's, highly, it's, you a know? High, it's a high type of alkaloid, right? I mean, it's kind of caused necrosis of some kind. 
I, I don't know the origin of it, um, but I, I guess it comes down to it, it. It's really, really simple. I mean, I could explain that to a child and say, oh, I'll put this stuff on you and all the badness, it pulls it out. And that's good. That That's a simple thing to understand. So I guess people just run with it. Yeah, they, they're probably so desperate that like, desperation is a does a, a, a lot to a mind, I think. And unless you're in that situation, it it's hard to think that like right now sitting here, it's hard for us to imagine doing some of these things but well if we were in that situation with, with, yeah the thing is with black salve is that it's not always people who are desperate in, in fact the vast majority of them i personally think haven't got anything wrong with them um i i i, I they, they just kind of do because they've they've been not tricked into it but convinced into it wow the, like the black south challenge they, they want to or, or they want you know they want to <laughs> oh god please don't do that <laughs> These are essentially Tide Pods, okay? Yeah, I, 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 can we strike that from the record, please, Dave? Strike that from the uh, from from the live stream. Um, okay, so it, are there any are there any uh, other key points that you think we should hit on on Black South before we move on to the the next one? Um, well, like I, I want to maybe I should bring attention to the fact, like like most of these quackeries, again, it does have origins of, of 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 truth of this was originally used in medicine to uh kill off skin cancers and uh, but this was like way back in the 50s and 40s there, there is there is that kind of origin of it and people have just ran with it um my warning to people who believe who would believe in it or know anyone who would is is just just google images of it and google i think it was ruth something or other uh, a woman who died of it. I mean, her story is terrible. She had she had a slight bump on her nose, and her woo doctor told her that it was cancerous and to put this black salve on it, and she did, and she she went all red and awful. And her doctor said, "Oh, that's fine because uh, you look like <laughs> it looks like a crab because you've got this redness on you, and that you know the sign of the zodiac crab is cancer. So that's proof that it's working. <laughs> put more on, and then her nose fell off, and then I believe she, I believe she died. Yeah." God, man. I well, I mean, it does I have actual uses. Correct me if I'm wrong. Zinc chloride is the active ingredient in a sunscreen, isn't it? In, it's so in minor oh, amounts, it has some utility, right? Isn't it the, I, I'm not isn't sure that the active ingredient? Yeah, I think it's the active ingredient I, I for some sunscreen. It's very, very low well, concentration. Well, like, um, well, like loads of compounds. Oh, it's zinc oxide. You're right. Okay, zinc oxide, not zinc chloride. What's the difference? Well, hey, like, yeah. chemistry. <laughs> Well, one will burn your well, skin, and one keeps your skin from getting burnt. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I was thinking, you know, I'm thinking, one of them is in sunscreen. Okay. This is why Go I ahead, don't do Miles. chemistry, guys. Uh, Miles, I, I, thought, I thought we cut you off there. You were getting ready to um, say something oh. before we went to the, the sunscreen? Oh. No, sorry about that. Uh, no, just the lag. Uh, obviously, I'm a few seconds behind you. So, no, I'm fine. Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> nope. No problem. Okay, um, Dave, let's go to uh, – well, another one that I'm not certain about is the ozone one. So I, I want to make sure that we get that one uh, that one in. So, Dave, let's go to um, ozone uh, therapy. Yeah. And apparently I, I, this, is a, this, is, this is one of the sessions. I'm not sure what's going on here. Maybe Miles can kind of um, uh, so go in detail on that. Bit. Okay, but, so – there's the woman behind them with what looks like a syringe. So I'm guessing she's ozifying the blood and then going to inject it back into the person they took it from. Okay. 
So, uh, by the way, Dave, um, there's there's a TV or something going in the background. I think we – there we go. Okay, perfect. So so what exactly is ozone therapy, and, and why do people feel that it's something that can be beneficial to their health? Oh, so um, ozone therapy, ozone, O3, um, like like black salve, it has an origin um, of something useful. Ozone can kill – all sorts it can kill all kinds of pathogens externally um it, it's used in operating rooms it's used in sterile rooms um and, and people somehow believe that therefore that will translate to you using it internally and you'll be fine so the idea is that you can expose yourself to ozone through either breathing it or um mixing it in with your blood and then re-injecting it into yourself and that will somehow cure you of everything the reality is ozone is not a nice compound um there are people out there who believe like because there's an extra oxygen there it's like five times better than regular o2 uh no ozone is pretty nasty um what, what i love about this kind of stuff as well it's all chemistry related so ozone um th there's a there's a process called ozonosis which uh basically ozone can break carbon carbon double bonds so if you're exposed to it, it can, you know, there's a lot of you that's made up of these carbon carbon double bonds and it will damage you um and also like even uh, what well, people who say breathe it in you know you're gonna have some serious lung problems it's gonna it's gonna mess you up it's not gonna cure anything it won't even reach anything worth curing because it will react with whatever it comes into contact with like black salve for the people who say that you know you can put it in blood and then re-inject it into you uh it, it will not survive hardly any time in blood whatsoever uh so I, I i honestly don't even see the point of that the people who say you can bubble it through oil uh no it'll just react with the oil and then also won't exist after a fair few minutes it, it's just it's it's another one of these panaceas that apparently cures everything um because again people can people can physically sense it you can smell ozone you, you get that kind of taste it feels kind of clinical and so that feeds into people believing that it's somehow helpful for you. No, this this gas is toxic. Uh, and the people who want to inject it into you are nuts. So, so that was my next question. Where does this happen at? Because if, if, you, if you're going the route where they're going to inject it in your blood or mix it with your blood and re-inject it back into you, that's obviously a, a medical procedure. So mm -hmm. where are these surely, you know, <laughs> credible medical um facilities aren't doing this practice so where is it happening no and and what are the conditions like um so i i've seen a fair few videos online and they tend to be again sorry your neck of the woods um uh, but where where they tend to be done the, the kind of the places right, seem to no be one. fairly they, they they tend to be fairly good looking establishments they look fairly clean they they they, they look like real uh, healthcare uh, places where you get stuff done, but the fact is that they're giving you a load of quackery. Steve, how can that be legal over here? How how can they take like pump your blood out, mix it with something toxic, and then pump it back into you? It, I don't think a lot of it is. I mean, I, I, these alternative things are not sanctioned. I mean, they're not. I mean, I don't see how they are considered to be anything but malpractice if a, if a licensed physician actually does it. I mean, it's happening though. I mean, I've I've seen that whenever I was looking these things up, it, there are um, there are ads of places. It's it's kind of like to me. Did you guys hear about that? Um, 
it, they, they used to be a plastic surgeon and something happened with their license and they set up like a side practice and they were doing, they were giving women implants like ass implants, but with caulk, like you would use for tile and it wound up killing a woman, but they were literally injecting caulk into people's asses as ass implants and something happened where it, it ruptured or something like that and it killed the woman but um people sign up for this stuff like they they this person willingly went into an agreement where this was going to take place that they, they they met in a hotel room uh the the the, the doctor would um well they weren't, weren't a doctor then but they would inject them with these caulk shots and it eventually killed the woman but they they went into it knowing that this was going to be the uh the case. I just can't. I can't grasp that. I really can't. Well, you, you mm -hmm. say that, but I I know that Botox is is fairly popular among some people, and I've been down the pub with some of my friends, and I, I've heard the conversation of, oh, I'd have it done on the cheap though. If, you know, we make them come around and inject me with this <laughs> with this toxin for a couple of quid, I'd be up for that. And you, you stand back and you think, huh, that's actually quite dangerous. Is Botox is dangerous? Yeah, Botox is a well, paralytic. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's it, oh, I didn't know you're, you're killing, you're, you're know paralyzing that. something. That's, I mean, I, I wouldn't want anybody who's not, I wouldn't want anybody who's licensed to give me Botox, but why would you want somebody who's, who's not even a real medical professional putting a paralytic in you? I, I don't see the, 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 the appeal. I'm sorry. Yeah, see, this and they were being deadly serious on the pub. They were saying that you know they they would go for it if it because it was cheaper than going to like James Cook Hospital or whatever. That's you know uh, testosterone's the same way uh, nowadays too. The 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 underground market for testosterone, you know, people people will get uh, prescriptions to either the the gel kind that you you know it's it's topical or the um, the the shots. And that's a huge black market now. People, are, you know, guys are trying like crazy to get these testosterone things. And they, you know, there's there's no kind of regulation with how much you're supposed to take, how often you're supposed to cycle it, you know, everything that goes on with, with testosterone. Because it's not something that you can just take continuously. You have to cycle, you have to cycle that stuff mm -hmm. through. And none of this stuff is being passed down. So you're getting guys who are, uh, they're, their hormones are all out of whack. So they're raged out all the time. It's just causing all kind of um, mess because no one is there to regulate the dosage. And that to me is another big issue with these things. Um, when we get to the turpentine, we'll especially talk about that, but you know, where that comes into play, how they're, they're telling all these people that are following them. This is how much you're supposed to take. You know, this is how often you're supposed to take it. Uh, Cause it, it's not the same for everybody. It can't be. Yeah, and as people um, pointed out in the live chat, Botox is, is is derived from from botulism. It's it's the it's the same toxin um, from the uh, whatever the bacteria is that makes botulism. I don't remember the name of it, botulinium mm -hmm. or I don't know. But uh, they, mm -hmm. they 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 get that neurotoxin from that, and it's the same thing found in botulism. Why would you want to inject that? People mm -hmm. go out of the way not to get botulism. That was like bad back in the day. Canning people would get botulism from improper canning. It could kill you. So you can look surprised um, all the time. Obviously, Steve. Yeah, the, yeah, you just kind of paralyze your entire face. Mm -hmm. uh, you, do you uh, do you have any 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 thoughts on the the underground markets like this, um, or have you seen any any of that with any other kind of like weird things like caulk or um, <laughs> caulk in the ass? The, the, what's the thing in the 
<laughs> there was a weird thing in the UK where it wasn't cork. Uh, it was uh, silicon for... Uh, it was the same thing, like a silicon, you know, you can get silicon gun. And they were, I know there was a huge thing about uh, people physically injecting that into themselves and it being a nightmare to remove and people becoming very sick and uh, interestingly shaped after a while. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I tend, I tend um, the kind of, I, I just generally find this stuff online. I've not really seen that much of it in real life, uh, to be honest with you. I think I'm fairly fortunate and i think now all my friends and family know that if they mention anything like this to me and it's a bit dodged they'll get like an eyebrow raised from me and a bit of a lecture and a, and a, a finger wag a wag of the finger nice um the, we've we've got uh steven i always always say this when we have you know people like you come on the um we've got about 20 minutes left and the time just flies by when we have um when we have people like uh, like it just seems like it goes by so quick when we have when we have things that are a little bit more in the woo or people who are trying to defend these it seems like it just drags on but um mm -hmm. there's there's one uh, there, there's one that i want to um make sure we get in really quick and then if we have time we'll get the uh, the other two um and but uh we're gonna go and dave you don't have to pull up the, the card for this because they've seen danny glass so many times but the turpentine and, and the borax one i think is just uh, this one to me is the it's the dumbest it's the most it's one of the most dangerous and it's seemingly increasing because there are celebrities now that are doing turpentine um there i f i need to f i need to figure out the the girl's name but there's a there's an actress now that has admitted that she incorporates turpentine in her um daily routine and to me well, that's just uh... Yeah. yeah, it's a bit nuts. I, turpentine therapy, yeah, I've, I I made a video about it about a month ago, and I've only really found out about it about two months ago. Uh, the idea that you drink this uh, paint thinner, paint stripper um, solvent, uh, and it will somehow, like chili juice, cure you of all your parasites and candida, which are interchangeable, apparently. Um, it, it's another one where... <laughs> It's another panacea. It's another magical bullet, and this one is even more bizarre. The idea is that you... Uh, consume it on three sugar cubes. You put in a teaspoon, uh, which most of them don't do. Um, what, what they do is they line up the sugar cubes and then they get a pipette and they put turpentine on it until the bottom cube is saturated and then they eat it so they could even overdose by their own standards. And the idea is that the, <laughs> the, idea is mm. that the sugar draws out the parasites from your body, so in your arms and in your fingers, uh, into your stomach where it's like oh no i thought there was only sugar here but turns out there's turpentine but i'm dead and then uh you give it the choice which is either die in your stomach of turpentine or get shat out uh, <laughs> yeah i know I'm, I'm laughing but this is uh, not real it's, it's, it's <laughs> no it's it's real it's pretty awful and um it, it all again it, it's these things are almost cutty, uh, a cookie cutter, copy and paste. So it, it's very similar to Jilly Juice. We have someone who had this magical panacea. She found it out. It, it had like a, a, a distant origin and it can cure everything. And like with Jilly Juice, pain is healing because uh, the pain that you feel when you consume turpentine is not your body having an adverse reaction to consuming paint stripper. It's the candida and parasites dying off lysing inside of you and then they're releasing toxins which is bad for your health that's their theory i i, I, I just the pain can't. is actually having listened to that that's that's the pain people think that makes it's sense. hard for me to 
it's hard for me to just believe that there are people that that buy this. I mean, just the 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 thought of drinking turpentine, like when when you say that to a, I think a, a normally rational, you know, a rational thinking individual, they're going to look at you like they're crazy. They're not even going to entertain that possibility. Like that's not even uh, an an option. So they've got to change it. They've got to tweak it uh, from a marketing point of view. So it's not turpentine. It's uh, gum, something of turpentine, It's it, which exactly the same. Oh. Uh, and it's all natural. So as long as you don't say it's turpentine, you can get down the store, even though the woman who originally came up with it actually got it from a hardware shop originally. It, it's gum turpentine, which is all natural. It's collected by the topless nuns of wherever. Um, and uh, it, 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 it's all spin. And not only that, they, they use what well, people know. People know not to drink paint thinner, but they use that as uh, an advantage. They use it as part of the conspiracy. So this, this idea that you shouldn't drink it, you know, that's the pharmaceutical companies who don't want you to know that. That's all lies. No, it's fine. Totally drink it. The warning labels that come <laughs> on all the stuff, uh, that's, that's bollocks. Did you see Danny Glass's uh, explanation to why they have warning labels on turpentine bottles, including the gum one that he's selling? No, I've not heard this. So, so you've got to watch it. He, he he basically says, and this is not going to make any sense. I'm just going to warn you. He says they have to put it on there so they don't get sued. They're actually fine with you drinking it. They just don't want to get sued. And you're like, well, how, how does that make sense? Why would they be open to getting sued if this stuff's going to kill you, Danny? You twat. Oh, that's a good word for him. Twat. So I, I'm, what's not, his, I'm not what's a fan of Danny at all. Do they just call it a gum because it's a type of tree resin? Because that's where they get a lot of these spirits yeah. from is distillation of a yeah. tree sap, right? Or some resin, some type mm -hmm. of resin. So they're just calling that a gum, and they're thinking that somehow makes it, I don't know, organic or, or more organic or somehow well, it, magically not something you want to put in your system. Because well, I don't think how changing that the gum makes any bit of difference <laughs> to these people. Well, 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 I can see that because stuff that's all natural it can't possibly be bad for you, right? Uh, and stuff that comes from a tree, I know, those trees. Probably be bad for you. It's natural. <laughs> Bears are bad for you. They're natural. I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> that's a, but uh, that's a good point. It, it's yeah, it's um, it, it's it's it, it's another crazy one, and it's one that is also makes no sense. You briefly talked about dosing before, and how people could you know. Uh, get the wrong dosage with certain things with jelly juice and what have you. Turpentine therapy is, is is a very bad one because the woman who came up with it says that the, the dose of one teaspoon is fine if you're between 240 pounds, so a rather large adult, and 40 pounds, so a child. They will have the same dose. Uh, and I think... I I know. I think I looked up. Uh, we in the past we've 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 had examples of children dying um, consuming as little as fifteen mils, and a tablespoon is five mils. But they they recommend depending on who you listen to that you drink it either every day or four times every week for so many months. Uh, so exposing a child to that amount, you know, uh, <laughs> may potentially kill them. And one thing that I, 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 people often forget is is they often like to talk in numbers with death regarding death figures of how many people mm -hmm. die. Uh, just because a certain number of people didn't die doesn't mean this stuff isn't dangerous, doesn't mean that this isn't going to have a massive negative effect on someone's health, doesn't mean that you know that it's not damaging them. Drinking turpentine, Absolutely. exposing yourself to turpentine, will have prolonged negative effects. And just because Absolutely. these Muppets have survived so long doing it doesn't necessarily mean that you, if you've got God knows what's wrong with you, that you are going to be the same.
it, it, the the celebrity I was talking about is um is Tiffany Haddish. She's a uh, um she's a she's a well she's a she's been in um the movies Nobody's Fool, Girls Trip, um Night School. She hosted Saturday Night Live about uh, a month and a half ago. It's very fun. I mean, she's very funny. She's very funny. Um, and, and I think you're you're right when you when you say that uh, our neck of the woods, our pond. For some reason, our country is just so you know <laughs> we fall for these things for some reason at an alarming rate, I, and I I can't figure out why that's the case. And it just seems like I, we get I, so I, entrenched. I, I think no, I know. I think you, you guys tend to have different things. We, we, we. I mean, like I said, in the UK, in Ireland, uh, we had a few years ago. MMS was huge, uh, which it wasn't so big over in America. And also, we had, um, you know, the whole anti-vax movement came from the UK. Apologies for that, by the way. Uh, so we we have our own little niche things over here. Um, speaking of anti, speaking of anti-vax, um. I guess we can. This will be the, the the one we wrap up on. But there was a article that came out. Uh, let me see if I can find it. it today. And I live in North Carolina, so when I saw this headline, it kind of was a little bit alarming. But from the Washington Times, um, an anti-vaccination stronghold stronghold, <clears throat> excuse me, in North Carolina is hit with the state's worst chickenpox outbreak in two decades. So in the basically long story short in um in Asheville in the Asheville area which is the the mountain region here in in North Carolina um there's a high concentration of parents who are choosing not to get their kids vaccinated. And in that specific region where that's the case where it's saturated with people who are not getting their children vaccinated. They're seeing the wor- one of the worst outbreaks of chickenpox within that um, in that area. Now, to me, just looking at a- things objectively, and I'm sure that if you broke it down, you, you would find in in at a, a more alarming rate than um, this lays out. But this clearly shows that there are ramifications for not getting your 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 children vaccinated. And this is on a, you know, this is in a, a small town on a small level, you know, a small scale. If this was to be amplified in a, a larger city like New York or L.A., the ramifications would be, I mean, just it would just be bad, I think. I mean, to the point where it would cause some sort of alarming epidemic, I think. And I think people should learn and look at things like this and and take something away from it. And that's that if you don't vaccinate your children, not only will your children be affected, but you're also endangering the kids that they're around as well. And it's just going to I mean, what, what do you think about the whole anti-vax movement and, and what do you see in that uh, community? Um, well, again, it, it, it's fairly big over here. And I think was it four or five years ago, we actually had a, a bit of a measles epidemic and Teesside, where I'm from, was a node where uh we actually had a, f- a fair few cases um I, I i've argued with people again down the pub who don't want to get their, get don't want to get their kids vaccinated and i've talked through the papers and they just didn't want to know the people uh who i was talking to and it kind of it came across as 
they rather not take the risk of getting their child vaccinated. They don't see any problems with not getting them vaccinated. They've never really seen measles, mumps, rubella, polio, smallpox. Mm. Uh, they've never seen mm. these things. So that kind of risk doesn't exist to them. But the risk of autism or a negative effect of, of being vaccin vaccinated is is there because it's in the media, you know, they, they see on Facebook or, uh, I mean, I saw the other day, there was a post by Larry Cook, who is another twat, uh, who, who said that, Getting all your vaccines as a child is like a tornado, hurricane, and something all mixed together, but worse, which makes no sense. And I'm not sure how you can even compare the two. But the, these parents are exposed to it all the time. So the idea that you know, um, there is the, this the idea. I think it all really comes down to you have to physically do something to get your kids vaccinated, and putting a risk on there that they may not see. I, I, and it's it's a hard one to get over to parents because. You can't say that, oh, you, you just don't care about your, your, your child's health, because obviously they do. Uh, they want the best for mm -hmm. them. They've just been convinced by, by charlatans and, 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 and quacks that, you know, vaccines are the worst thing since Hitler. And it, it is really serious. I mean, again, like the, the, people measure these things in death rates, which I don't think you really should do now in 2018. You, sh you should try and although it'd be very difficult to do, measure it on how many negative effects people would have. Yeah, okay, we had a bit of an, a bit of an outbreak in measles here in the UK five years ago, four years ago, and we had one person that died. So it was only one person. But how many people uh, lost a child who, who had a child bought it? How many people now are sterile? How many people have... Uh, problems with um uh, with their brain uh, <laughs> you know how many these people yeah. and, it'd be, and it'd be a large number uh, and i think people don't don't seem to register they just see things oh we only had one death but how many people did we save from getting becoming a goal from whatever right and 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 you said that um you, i think you you, you brought up a, a really good point when you're talking about the conversation that you had you have down at the pub where these parents um, they've never had to deal with these diseases, so it doesn't make sense to them. And the reason they haven't dealt with these diseases is because they were vaccinated. The, those vaccine, you know, those those vaccines prevented them from actually having to experience those. So, in a way, uh, that proves their entire point right there. The, there's a reason why, you know, you can go back several, you know, several decades, and where these things were actually killing people, where prior to the vaccinations and, and that sort of thing, these diseases were taking people out by the millions. In the, what, what year was it, Steve, that a third of the, the population died out from the flu? I can't remember what the year was. Well, the, the Spanish it's flu like or which one? Spanish a whole bunch of different flu. It was like there's 1918, flu, I think. Yeah. And there's been a lot of polio one, outbreaks. I'm, my brother, my uncle died of polio back in the uh, 50s or 60s. I don't remember exactly. But uh, mm. back then, polio was a big scare. I mean, he had the whole, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the walk with, the whole nine yards. People put an eye on lungs. It was an epidemic back then. But then Salk invented the polio vaccine. And you could literally watch it go just non-existent. Right. So, I mean... <laughs> It's, the problem. The problem is, it's a hard one to get over to parents it, it, because, again, it comes down to a lot of people who 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 do talk about like the pros of vaccines. Well, most people talk about the pros of vaccines, but they can be quite aggressive towards these parents who don't. Rightly so, I think, to these parents who don't get their kids vaccinated. But that, as soon as you do that, they'll put up a wall and they won't listen to anything you have to say. Uh, and it's it's a really it's a tightrope. And I don't envy GPs or doctors at the moment because they are having to face this 
Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't have the answer for this yeah. one again. I'm a terrible ghost. Yeah. No, no you, you've, you've been, you've been fantastic. This has been, um, this has been great. I, like I said, I really appreciate you, um, you taking the time to, uh, to come on here. I, I, I think you proved tonight why, um, you know, people like yourself are necessary and important because being able to <laughs> stop it now, <laughs> seriously, no, seriously, being able, being able to have somebody that may be <laughs> on, um, I will. I, this is this is one of the people that that I um, I really looked up to. Even before I started doing YouTube, um, I mean, I just I like the people that are able. To me, when you do these shows or when you do videos, you're not speaking to the person that the subject of the video is. And I think a lot of people get that mistaken. They they think that when people do videos or when they they host debates, that it's between those two people or it's centered on the person that is yeah. the focus of your 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 video but it's not you're trying to hit the people that are on the fence or on the other side of that argument you, you know you're 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 using them as a as a vessel and it takes i think somebody that is creative and able to um you know convey ideas or arguments in a way that everybody can understand that really makes that connection and you know people like you and stated clearly i think in these in the science um you know educator world that's what i would put it under um are brilliant at that i mean you just have a way of taking these concepts and and making them simple and that's what people need especially with that study of millennials now resorting to things like pseudoscience people need those other you know the the other side out there and in a way that they can grasp and really see where what they're looking into is just wrong and dangerous. Oh, thanks, man. That's 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 really nice of you to say. Because uh, yeah, I, I don't hear that kind of often. Because most of the time, I look through my comment section, it's just like "shut up, faggot" or like, "go die." <laughs> so, like, You're, in You're, in like You're in good company. You're in good company. good company. Actually, um, th actually, the the biggest burn that that and whoever this guy is like he's a legend but the biggest burn that we've gotten is um your channel sucks so bad i'm going to subscribe just so i can unsubscribe <laughs> <laughs> which they did the first time oh, it's like an everyday thing uh, they subscribe and they'll unsubscribe uh steve oh, you want to um we got any super chats um yep, and we'll we get do. those questions out of the way and then um we'll wrap up yep we got a couple um but i should tell people that uh alcohol is natural so go for it. Um, and non sequitur, we're natural as well. So we're good for you. Um, here we go. Uh, Stephen Powellman, $5. Didn't the FDA tell her to knock off the colonoscopy juice claims? Yes, but she doesn't listen. Um, she's still peddling it. So uh, I had a message deleted. FTC, I think. Yeah, I was going to say it was mainly about where she could peddle this stuff as well. So it was, uh, you can't really say this kind of stuff on Facebook anymore and you can't really promote it. So now she hides behind her um, password on her website. It's still all going on behind there. It's just, it's not in the public view anymore. I was in there for a week and she booted me after my, my dick pic comment. <laughs> oh. uh, I had a message deleted. Don't know who it's from for a dollar. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Stevens, uh, he says uh, for two dollars, can I stay with Miles on my honeymoon? I didn't know you're getting married, but congratulations. But if your wife's cool with it and Miles cool with it, hey, Miles off. Uh, I don't judge. Everybody in the live chat uh, is saying Miles come back. So I think you did you did good work today, sir. 
Oh. And Brian Stevens, two dollars. Smash that like button. Let's hit. We got sixty-four likes now. Like thirty something before. So get a hundred. You chopping? You're chopping out, Steve. Come back to us. Oh, we got. Wait, we got one more super chat. Um, Brian Stevens, twenty dollars. Wow, he must be drunk. I love that. Alcohol's natural. Drink up, buddy. Uh, hundred likes. Make it happen. Yeah, he actually said he was drunk. So there you go. Yeah, I think I think most people would be tonight. This is this is that weird night. Um, tonight is the the most uh, or the biggest night that bars have. Believe it or not, um, it's uh, they. I, I saw this last year, and I thought this was so interesting. The the night before Thanksgiving is always um, the biggest attended nights that bars have. Uh, you know, as and I think it's because people go home for Thanksgiving and they, they don't want to spend, you know, a lot of time around the, the fam. So like, well, we're just going to go out and meet old friends and everybody gets up. And um, so, yeah, well, if you're, if fam, you're drunk, awesome. <laughs> um, well, miles, My, we're going to, um, we're going to give you the, the last word to wrap up any kind of last minute thoughts that you may have um, plug everything that you, that you, where your social media, your channel, where people can um, find you get more. And by the way, all of those links, uh, the channel is in the description now, but um, whatever else that he plugs, I will have in the description so you can just link it uh, if you're watching this later on um, tonight or in the future. So take it away, sir. Um, well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's bloody late, though. So I'm going to go to bed after this. I've got to be up early. Yes. Uh, yeah. So um, I've, my channel's uh, youtube.com slash param1985 i've got a facebook and a twitter and all that kind of jazz if you want to stalk me i don't think i'm that interesting but hey if you if, if you're into that kind of stuff uh more the merrier and yeah just come check out my crap i think it's interesting i think I'm, <laughs> none of my friends do but hey ho thanks for having me on the show oh, oh. Dude, uh, uh, can uh, i go to the thousand people can find you interesting can we, can we, if I come down to England, can we go have a beer together and hang out at the pub? I want to meet oh, these people that you talk yeah. to. I'm, I don't yeah. do it, Miles. Don't do it, Miles. You're, good, you're you, a good you, man. You'll regret it. I promise. You'll regret it. Um, Michael, <laughs> uh, just in a last minute, uh, super chat in. Watch, watch Vax TV on YouTube. Um, I don't, I'm not sure um, what that is, but. I've what watched Vax the movie, if that's similar, and that is probably one of the most boring movies I've ever seen. Usually with anti-vaccine documentaries, they can be quite interesting and out there, but Vaxxed is just dull. Oh, that's oh, it's an anti-vax thing. Okay. Um, I, well, if, yeah, I if, that, get, if that is... I still want to have my first wife on that. I, I, trying, trying to get her would be... is very difficult, but do you guys familiar with, with her, Ken Hovind's first wife? Or second wife, sorry. She was an anti-vaxxer. No, no. sorry. Yeah, she was uh, Mary Toko. Mary Toko was her name, and uh, she was one of the pioneers in the whole movement for the anti-vaxxing. And if anybody has a way of getting a hold of, people have talked to her. But I would love to get Mary Toko on to talk about her promotion of anti-vaxxing. Just married her. She, she, what do you mean his ex? He no, just no, married no, her. They're divorced again. No, no, no. They're they're already divorced. He's got a third wife now. Um, Kent's remarried again. No, he does not. Um, Kent, yeah, him. yeah, no, seriously. You yeah. you play yeah. or you. Yeah, yeah, he has. And uh, how, um, by the Dr. way, Dino, she, I hear he you. was too crazy for an anti-vaxxer. What does that tell you? What uh, What time is it over there in uh, in England? Um, it's uh, two thirty in the morning, and I have yes, to, you need to go. <laughs> I, I have to be, I have to be right. up in five and a half hours for a job. We had hundred, so I should probably. Go. <laughs> well, we are we are uh, we are letting Miles go. Thank you uh, so much for um, staying up, especially that. Uh, we we don't realize, I don't think, or we we take for granted that 
our, our friends across the pond have to shift their schedules and, and stay up. So we really do appreciate you, uh, your willingness to do that with us. And um, for you guys, we hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving tomorrow. And I will see you in the morning. Either I'll be cooking or maybe I can answer any kind of, if you have any last minute dish, I'd, you, know, you want any ideas or have, need any answers to questions, I can I can do that. I can break out my former se- uh, chef self. And then um, eat a lot, wear uh, the stretch kind of pants tomorrow, sweatpants or um, anything with the Velcro that can, you know, give you a little extra inch and uh, you'll be good. And we'll see you uh, soon. Non sequitur, your facts are uncoordinated.